Uh, Thursday night, that's it. That's what everybody's saying. It's Thursday night, the final debate. If Donald Trump doesn't win that debate, he's finished. This according to Bill O'Reilly and a few other choice pundits. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Dury for National Preview Online. Welcome to another National Preview Online podcast. If you don't already subscribe, please do so. Go to the iTunes App Store, search NP Online. Subscribe there for free. If you are an Android user, go to the Google Play Store. Download the Podbean app. That's our hosting service. And you can subscribe to NP Online through the Podbean app. It's a free subscription, but in this way, at least you'll be notified every time there's a new broadcast. Please also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash National Preview Online. And you can also find us on the new conservative alternative to Twitter, Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, at National Preview Online. We're going to get rid of our Twitter account. They've been shutting us down like they do with a lot of conservatives, so who needs them? It's nothing but a sewer anyway, and there's all bots on it, not communicating with any real people. Okay, so the debate, the debate. Now, really, if you've been following this election Uh, Do you really believe that the victory or defeat hinges on the performance of either candidate in this debate? Do you really? Because if you do, I think there's something wrong with you. You have basically a very sharp contrast and a very clear choice. You have the incumbent who had a stellar record economically, peace initiatives, treaties all over the world, stability, respectability restored, economic prosperity restored, jobs brought back that the previous administration, who his opponent was a part of, uh, were responsible for driving out in the first place. In fact, they famously said during the campaign for Hillary Clinton that those jobs weren't coming back. But they are back, and they're back thanks to Donald Trump. And the real contrast in this election, aside from the fact that the Bidens are now fast being revealed to be among the most corrupt politicians ever to inhabit Washington, um, the real contrast is that the Democratic ticket isn't asking you really to vote for anything. They're just asking you to vote against Donald Trump. So as I heard it described, what's more important to you? The fact that President Trump may tweet more than you would like, and may have a gruff, off-the-cuff, straight-up persona, or the fact that Biden has policies which will cripple this country and just speed us on to perhaps irreversible socialism. I think the latter should be of more of a concern to you, and if the economy is booming and the world is safe and there are no wars and we have peace in the Middle East and elsewhere, and Donald Trump tweets, do you really care? You really shouldn't. Look, you go to these rallies, Trump shows up, you take an aerial photograph, it looks like a sea of people, and they just keep getting bigger, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. You show up with Biden, there's more press than there are people. Nobody wants to go. Nobody has any enthusiasm for this man. He's never won a nomination in any presidential campaign. He's never won a presidential election. The notion that he's going to do it now is quite beyond me. Plus, With the advent of the election drawing near 
And with the uh, revelations coming out of the article in the New York Post, which has now been picked up by other aspects of Fox News, such as Fox News per se, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, etc. Biden's poll numbers are beginning to suffer, and they're beginning to suffer at a rather rapid rate. Uh, In Florida, Trump looks very, very strong. Uh, He should have a larger margin of victory in Florida than he had back in 2016. And remember, that's significant because everyone said that Trump couldn't win without Florida back in 2016. But as I've said before, as it turned out in the aftermath, Trump could have won without Florida because nobody expected that he would take Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. But he did. So if he lost Florida, and Ohio he won going away with 9 or 10 points, if he lost Florida, he still would have emerged victorious. But there's some hanky-panky going on. Now, Trafalgar polling, which was the only polling organization to get it right last time, predicted that Trump should win Pennsylvania rather handily, but it may very well be the most vulnerable state form in terms of states that are capable of being stolen from him by voter fraud. We just saw the Supreme Court, and this is why you need nine judges on the court. This is exactly why you need nine judges on the court, what I'm about to tell you. The Trump administration has been appealing some of these uh, rulings in these states with respect to this mail-in voting, because it's nothing more than fraud. And one of the things they were appealing was that the state of Pennsylvania extended the deadline for which ballots can be received until after the election. Now, that is a slippery slope. And I don't see why you have to be a Republican or a liberal or a Democrat or anybody not to be able to see what is wrong with that, regardless of which side of the fence you're on. How would you like it if your candidate won legitimately in that state? And because they allowed people to mail in votes after the fact, people looked at the returns, estimated how many votes needed to be sent in, and a sufficient number of fraudulent votes votes are sent in to offset that margin of victory. Seems perfectly clear to me. Now, a lower court ruling had allowed them to do that. The Trump administration appealed to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court heard it and declined to change the decision of the lower court. The court was divided 4-4. And this is the reason why you can't have eight judges on the Supreme Court, why you need to have it filled. Because one way or the other, you need a definitive answer. That ninth justice will provide that definitive answer. And no surprise, Justice Roberts, supposedly conservative justice, defected and sided with the three liberals. Has he, had he sided with his conservative brethren, or I can't even call him the brethren because I think he's a liberal in sheep's clothing, you would have had 5-3 in favor of the Trump administration. So these things go to show you what's at stake in this election. Now, there's several other factors that should uh, give you cause for confidence and hope. There are rallies, even absent Trump himself being there, that are taking root all over this country. You see no such thing for Joe Biden. None. Or for any Democrat, that matter. 
They have dragged the interstate Trump rallies. I know of at least three or four that have happened in the last month in my home state of New York alone. This is a blue state. And people are dragging the interstate for Trump. They had a caravan going from Seaford, Long Island this past weekend all the way out to Montauk Point. The week before, it was going from the island on 495 in towards the city. The week before that, they had a demonstration in Times Square. And before that, I think my, my wife went on one where they dragged the interstate from over the Mario Cuomo Bridge, the Tapazee Bridge, really, uh, all the way up to Albany, all for Trump. This is in New York. What do you think it's going to be like in the rest of the country? Hispanic support for Trump, soaring. The numbers are soaring. African-American support for Trump, his favorability rating, soaring. Record levels. Nobody's ever had it before on the Republican side. So I, I just don't see it. Absent fraud, there, there really doesn't seem to be any way that Biden should be able to win. And there's no way he can deny this corruption story. And one of the biggest reasons is they were trying to hang their hat on denying that this hard drive that these emails were gleaned from, from Hunter Biden and these other people and the Chinese, uh, was not his hard drive. And Hunter Biden's lawyer blew that by calling up the tech company that had the hard drive, I guess that had serviced it, and said, we'd like our client's hard drive back, thereby identifying it as Hunter Biden's hard drive. And some of the people that were on this string of emails uh, verified that those emails are genuine. So there's a lot of problems here with the, with the Biden family, a lot of problems, uh, which makes you wonder, given that the World Health Organization is in the pocket of the Chinese, and so does Biden seem to be in the pocket of the Chinese, what's going to happen with this coronavirus if Joe Biden gets elected? Are we suddenly going to open up the country again because now the World Health Organization has changed its position conveniently in time for the election on lockdowns, and now Joe Biden can credibly say he's simply following the science and not bucking the science? And will they change back again after Trump wins re-election? Let me tell you something. Trump doesn't win. We're in deep trouble. Trump wins. There's a chance to save this country because he's going to finish the job he started. We've got still 56% of the people polled saying that they believe that Trump is going to win. We've got more people than not saying they believe that their neighbors are voting for Trump rather than Biden. That's a very clever way on the part of the Trafalgar group to try and identify this sleeper vote for Trump, the people who they call now the shy Trump voter, the Trump voter who wants to vote for Trump and is going to vote for Trump but won't tell anybody they're going to vote for Trump for fear of, of ridicule, scorn, retribution. And here's the big one, the big takeaway for those of you who really, really want to get thrown for a loop. Who do you think is one of the biggest population demographics to fall into the category of a shy Trump voter? And I heard this listening to a radio show the other day. Suburban white women and urban black women. Now, has anything you've heard from the mainstream media allowed you to believe that that could possibly be true? Or have you been told repeatedly and often that suburban white women can't stand Trump and that urban black women or black women in general can't stand Trump? That's what you've been told. But apparently it's not true. It just isn't true. Youth enthusiasm is down 
from what it was in 2016. They keep trying to recreate it in their skewed polling numbers. They're trying to recreate the enthusiasm that supposedly Obama had in 2008 and 2012. But that was different. You know, it was hip. It was hip. It was cool, man, to vote for Obama because he was the first black president. And it was cool, you know, too cool for school. And we're going to vote for him and all the guys are going to come out. But he's gone now. Mr. Cool is gone. They had Hillary. and She's an old bag. Couldn't even stand up for three hours. She had to lay down for three days. While Trump is out doing rallies in three states, she speaks for 10 minutes and goes to sleep for three days. He's exhausted. And Biden's doing the same thing. You're not seeing any Biden campaigning virtually all this week. They shut the campaign down yesterday. You're not going to see him again until the night of the debate. Why? Because if you see him again, well, the only people that show up are reporters. And some reporters might actually ask him about the corruption scandal. He doesn't want to talk about that. He doesn't want you seeing him talking about that and having to deny it when everybody knows it's true. And he can rely on this Chris Welker, is it, that's going to moderate the debate, not to ask him anything about it, although Trump will find a way to bring it up. But they're trying to even stifle that. Now, what do you think that's about? New rules by this great debate commission. Look, the way this debate commission has um, interjected itself into every aspect of the, of the debate uh, to the point where they're taking sides. And maybe it's time that debates are passe, at least not the way they're run now. They're putting in a mute button. Now, what do you think that mute button is there for? To mute Biden or to mute Trump? They don't have to mute Biden. They don't want Biden speaking any more than he needs to, and he probably won't, because the more he talks, the more stupid he sounds. Trump, on the other hand, is like a juggernaut just rolls on and rolls over everything in his way. So that's what they're doing. So I don't think that people are going to make their decision based on this debate. It's going to be patently obvious and patently clear to anyone who was unbiased that this, these things are skewed against Donald Trump. But we'll watch it anyway. We can always use a little entertainment. But I'm telling you, the polls are shifting. Biden's lead is evaporating a point Every two days, according to the latest data I received, Florida may be beyond his reach. Ohio, Trump is taking. Used to be a battleground state. He's taking it. He's taking it. And Michigan, it looks like he's taking. Because they, the registrations are up and the hate for that idiot Whitmer is going to work against uh, the Democrats in that state. Now, he takes Michigan and he takes Florida. Now, Michigan's got 16 votes. He takes Michigan and Florida. He may just have enough just with that alone, even if he doesn't take Wisconsin. He takes Michigan and Wisconsin and Florida. It's over. He doesn't need Pennsylvania. Last year, he had Pennsylvania. Um, Everybody was waiting to call the election until Fox News called Pennsylvania. But that's only because they do what they do every year. Have you noticed this? I saw this first in the 2000 and... um, for re-election of George W. Bush. Bush won, but I wouldn't go to bed until I saw that it was really over. Uh, They show one network shows that he's ahead and the other network doesn't show he's ahead. In other words, one network will call Wisconsin, but they wouldn't call Pennsylvania. The other network called Pennsylvania, but they wouldn't call Wisconsin. But if you aggregated all of the calls from the different networks, you could see that Trump won. And same thing with, with um, 
Bush. A lot of, a lot of stations wouldn't call uh, Ohio, but they called other states. So if you looked at everything, you'd know. So uh, if they had called Michigan for him, uh, it would have been clear that he would have won. But by hook or by crook, absent massive voter fraud, I don't see how this kook Biden wins. He's just too out of it. I just don't see how he wins. I really don't. There's no enthusiasm for him. I saw pictures the other day. I mean, these crowds are massive. Even if he just takes a ride to the airport, people stop by on the parade route just to get a glimpse of a look at Trump. Nobody's looking for Biden. Nobody cares about him. And people care about his running mate even less. You haven't heard anything about her for the past week. She's like an absentee landlord. So I'm telling you, folks, keep your powder dry. Keep your confidence up. Get out there and vote. Vote in person. Bring your friends. Bring your neighbors. Then sit back on election night election night, and watch the fireworks. But between now and then, let's watch the debate for a little comic relief provided by Old Joe. For National Preview Online, I'm Jamie Dury.